Welcome to Frido Life Coaching System. In this episode, I'll be talking about slowing down. And for me, that's an amazing, amazing ability. And the results of slowing down, in my experience, is phenomenal. Slowing down helps um, in healing process. If the body's under kind of stress or it's got disease or you're unwell. If you think about it, when someone's unwell, they automatically slow down. They're kind of forced to slow down. And in fact, if they try to, you know, continue working or doing things like like they would normally do, uh, they get more sick or more tired. You know, pe- when people need rest, uh, the body is incredibly intelligent. It knows it needs rest. It wants to rest. It's even telling us through yawning, you know, through stressing. When we're feeling stressed in any way, the body's saying, hey, you need to slow down. Not necessarily sleep. Although sleep is a is often a, a great way to rest, but in fact, it's not the number one way. I used to think sleep is, is the best way to rest. Um, but in fact, it's, it's not. It's a great way. But sleep is only really, really 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 effective most effective when we're actually rested in our body relaxed in our body before we enter a sleep state because i'm sure some of you experienced when you go to bed feeling a bit stiff or you know you've got stuff on your mind and your body's not comfortable you can often wake up feeling uh still stiff or even more stiff and sometimes feeling the problems are still there or your mind's been active all night because we go into more of an unconscious state when we're sleeping so the pattern of the body um, can often continue the same as when it was awake that's why people often wake up tired you know who you wouldn't wake up tired if you've rested your body for like several hours that's a crazy thing several hours of resting Um, although sometimes tiredness can come out after resting it's like you've been working really hard for months and months and then you go on a holiday and sometimes you know all that uh, pressure you've been holding on to through those months of working when you should have been resting have suddenly kind of come out and it's been like a bit of like an overkill of resting you become suddenly exhausted So it's really fascinating, but the fact is the body and mind need to have a balance of speed, fast and slow. Otherwise, there becomes an imbalance. And when there's an imbalance, if we're too slow all the time, there can be also an imbalance. We can become too lethargic. And if we become over fast, fast mind, everything's rushing we can become overactive 
So both are kind of negative in, in many ways. But mostly in the West, I would say in my experience, people uh, are too fast. They haven't got a balance. You know, they, they often get up in the morning, early, kids as well, adults, you know, going to school, going to work, you know, rushing, always rushing, mostly. People don't tend to get up, you know, three hours before they have to leave uh, the house. They get up sometimes an hour, sometimes 20 minutes, sometimes less. This is generally a, a rush. If you've managed to sit down and have breakfast or, or have a, a shower, you're doing well. But, you know, even then, if you're rushing that process, so imagine if you're on holiday, you know, getting up with plenty of time, having a shower, having breakfast, completely different to most people when they're doing that process before work or school. So there's an already, the first thing we do when we get up, have a think about that. You've, you've been sleeping for several hours and then suddenly your body gets up and, and goes into rushing mode, suddenly high speed. This is incredible stress for the mind and body and, and probably the worst way to start a day, you know, another eight or 10 hours of, of, of wake time when you need to be more alert and efficient. That's why often people don't get things done in the whole day. Like a whole day of school, you know, several hours of school and kids are learning what they could learn in, in an hour a day. Honestly, it's incredible for different reasons. Um, and even when I worked, you know, often if I was alert and, and vibrant in my energy, I could complete, you know, five times more than when I was kind of feeling tired, stressed, you know, in my mind and body. And the more stress we get in the day, um, the more kind of rushing energy we go into so oh, we've got to get that done we've got to get that done in business some people are called busy fools busy idiots because they look like they're busy all the time they make themselves busy 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 doing this having meetings going here going there everything's busy you speak to them say oh busy today can't speak I'm so busy I'll call you back and what happens is they're busy fools because they're busy doing so many things but their businesses don't profit much they're not actually that successful compared to how busy they are they should be like uh, multi-billionaires being that busy all day long if you think about it <laughs> if someone's busy 24-7 working on their business or, or, or other things, you know, working on studying, like at school. Oh yeah, dad, I'm so busy studying. If you were that busy, the, the, the evidence would be seen. You'd be super successful, surely, unless you're really, really stupid. And what you're doing is, is you're just not absorbing, you're just reading books to study, nothing's going in. Or you're doing things in business that's just like they're not work, nothing's working efficiently. So this is a great example. 
sometimes I watch people because uh, my life now is very uh, a lot quite slow I would say um, slowish um, so I've got plenty of time to observe and watch and and kind of do what I want in my own time and I watch people uh, you know rushing to work rushing home again rushing back to work and I remember once I was coming home from the um, the Docklands in London you know, the city the stockbroking sort of town where it all happens all the stockbrokers and you know, banks it's the hub of the finances in, in, in England and I was coming home early in the morning I stayed at a friend's I was coming home about 8 o'clock in the morning casually uh, walking to the station and suddenly millions well it felt like millions hundreds and probably thousands of people all in black suits men women briefcases looking really uh, smart looking really stressed and uh, just like coming out the station you know coming into work they'd obviously left left their homes at you know seven o'clock in the morning so they would have been up at half past six or six o'clock um, rushing for two hours you know waiting for the trains everything's waiting you know that always also feels like rushing and you're waiting for something and then everyone rushes on you know in rush hour that's why it's called rush hour and it's amazing and, and everybody was looking down or on their phones and I was quite relaxed I was looking at all of them I was watching their eyes watching what they were doing and not one person out of those hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people um, looked up they were so focused on their busyness that they didn't have time to look up they were controlling their body I wonder if their bodies would have wanted to do that or whether if their bodies just wanted to kind of walk a bit slower and just enjoy you know move slow movement in the morning it makes sense slow movement in the morning and then I, I sort of questioned why these where were they rushing to it was a funny question but it was like why are people rushing where are they going so fast and I thought well, they're going to work and they're rushing to get their jobs done most of these people are always behind on their to-do lists they've always got a, a load of to-do lists <laughs> and loads of actions they'll get through 10 actions and there's another 20 there so it's a constant feeling of rushing never getting to the end and then they go through the day you know rushing through the day wanting to get through the day often so they can finish work they can finish that stress only to then to, to want to rush home at six o'clock seven o'clock in the evening again in rush hour because everyone's rushing home they want to get out of work and get home and then they all get home and they can they can actually relax for a little bit maybe a few hours and what do they do in those few hours watch TV have something to eat you know and just try and get through to, to the next day go to bed at night try and relax a little bit try and rebalance a little bit but it never happens and you've just got to look at people who retire people work all their lives rushing 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 only to retire they're rushing to retirement 
That's what most people are doing. Oh, I can't wait to retirement, saving up for retirement. I'm paying my mortgage for the next you know, 35 years so I can retire, so I can slow down. You know, after 30 years of rushing. And what inevitably happens to so many people is many people retire and they don't know what to do with themselves because they've spent 25 years plus just rushing around doing something often they don't want to do or they certainly didn't want to do so much of it and they don't know what to do they get bored they slow down and what happens is because they've been rushing so much and suddenly they've they've been forced to slow down they have a, often have a crash in the sense of their body crashes. Often the body and the mind has been holding up, it's been on emergency mode for 25 years. And suddenly it, it crashes, it's burnt out. And that often, you can see that in retired people. Many retired people, they suddenly get ill. They've never, they haven't been ill all the, all the years because they've been holding up, they've been on uh, emergency mode. And often they'll, they'll break out in something, some illness, some disease, often stress-related, you know, digestive problems. And often you see people go, go suddenly downhill pretty fast. It's amazing. People retire maybe at 65 or sometimes later. And then those last, you know, five or 10 years, you just see them going downhill rapidly. And I've also noticed people often, especially men in high, um, fast jobs, you know, accountancy, law, law, you know, they get old very quickly. You know, the hair starts to fall out quickly. They go gray quickly. They look old. Everything goes really fast. They age fast. If you're living your life fast every day, you're gonna age fast. That's logical. It's like logical, isn't it? If you kind of have balance, slow down, you'll age more slowly. That's a logical viewpoint. So, you know, we're talking here about slowing down. And in the West, we're, we're such high speed, you know, the systems that we live in is designed for high speed. And things like meditation can be good. But the thing about meditation, as good as it is, one has to learn to meditate while doing things. Meditation's easy if you're, you're in a cave or you're in a, a room, a yoga center, where you're spending the hour with everyone meditating. And that's terrific and it's really uh, good. And it's a, it's a bit like, um, but it's a bit like putting a plaster on, on a wound and it's like it makes it feel better. It gives it gives you time to heal a little bit for an hour, but it's not enough to really solve solve the the disease, which is speed. So one has to learn to be slow in their daily life. And how do you do that? There's different ways of of slowing down. You can slow down the mind that's an easy one because even if you're rushing to work 
and you've got to catch the train. You don't need to speed up your mind in that process. You don't have to say, oh, oh, I've got to rush, I've got to get the train, I'm going to miss it. You can just say nothing. You can just go and get the train. If you miss it, you miss it. If you get it, you get it. But you don't have to think about it so much. So you can actually slow or slow down your words in your head. You know, I'm must get the train. <laughs> it's like we can slow down. Or we can we can slow down the number of words. We can shorten the number of words. Like get train. The time I've said those two words slowly or mu must get train fast. You know, four words I can speak slowly rather than saying, oh my God, I've got to get the train, I'm going to miss it. What am I going to do? I've got to get dressed. The time I've said like 30 words fast, I've said those four words which meant the same thing much more slow. And the difference is my brain is more relaxed, I'm more calm. And when we're more calm, we're more efficient. When our mind's more calm, it's more clear. You can see things because it's not filled up with millions and millions of words, you know, being thought high speed. So that's one really good technique to reduce the number of words that you're thinking and that can slow down your mind really really efficient way of slowing down and it's a bit like the tortoise and the hare race I'm sure most of you know that one where the tortoise and the hare the rabbit you know, had a race and the tortoise won in the end because the, the, the hare was rushing all over the place making mistakes falling over and you know the tortoise was just carefully you know going directly um, and it won in the end it's a good story often slowing down things is actually faster in a bizarre way than speeding up things and if you slow down your whole life and you and you retire you'll probably have another 10 years of living longer or maybe more so in many ways you've kind of you've, you've achieved a, a better result than someone trying to get there quickly it's just really really amazing slowing down and the body as well it's like so coming back to resting resting is a, a fabulous way to slow down the body uh, and the mind so coming back to the body uh, sleep I learned something um, years ago about sleep I knew it was important I realized the value of sleep what it did for my mind and body and since then a very young age um, I trained myself um, to sleep well and um, I always have done, you know, apart from the odd uh, time when I've been very, very stressed or something's been really, really uh, struggling, you know, in my life, but very, very rare. And I learned to sleep and it was great. And then in the latter years, I was thinking about it, I was thinking, oh, why do, why do I need like seven or eight hours sleep every night? Um, and I sleep really well. And I was still kind of thinking, well, why do I need that much? What am I doing in that sleep? And I thought, well, I'm kind of resting. But what about the quality of that rest? If the quality is 100%, high quality, 
my muscles are totally relaxed and my mind's totally clear for eight hours, that's going to be high quality. But if it isn't, my seven or eight hours of sleep could be only worth one or two hours of deeper relaxed sleep. So I started to have a think about that. So what I started to do is, when I went to bed at night, I would do stretching in bed. I called it lazy yoga. And just gentle, passive stretching. So no, no effort, you know, just where I would twist my body, put my arm under my back, so I'd, I'd stretch my shoulders that way. And it would lift my back a little bit as well, and massage my kidneys. I would cross over my legs and let them flop to one side and that would naturally stretch my hips out um, twist my head to one side and passive stretching meaning you know you go into the stretch but then you can comfortably just stay there without trying to stay there you can almost um, well I have many times fallen asleep in some of those stretches and they were the best thing because my body needed after a whole day to stretch. I realized the body needed to stretch so in order for it to relax. You know, the muscles needed to stretch. And when everything's stretched out, you know, the blood circulates better. The nutrients go to your, your muscles and your cells more efficiently. Everything works better. And therefore your body's under less stress. So I began doing that a few years back, probably five, four or five years ago. And I had better sleep. When I used to wake up occasionally in the night, I'd come back to bed and I couldn't wait to wake up in the night sometimes because I could go back into my passive stretching. Because what I knew was, I knew that passive stretching was resting my body and energizing it far better than when I went to sleep, even. So I suddenly honored that time. I didn't try to go to sleep anymore. I can't wait to go to bed at night to do my 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour, even two hours, it doesn't matter, however long I'm in the stretches before I, I nod off to sleep. I've never ever once since then tried to go to sleep. I've just gone into my, my stretching. And at the beginning, I found it challenging because, you know, my body was, was a bit kind of um, uncomfortable sometimes in the stretches. So I had to kind of uh, wait until the body relaxed. Uh, my mind was a bit kind of awkward as well because it, it wanted to think, but it was being forced to concentrate on my stretching. So the mind at the beginning was quite irritated and it was quite difficult. But after a little bit of time, it began to relax and relax and relax. So this is a wonderful thing to practice. In the morning when, when I wake, wake up, I do the same thing. I started to wake up a bit earlier before I had to get up and do the same stretching. I didn't have to get out of bed and do stretching. I just did it while I was kind of sleepy. Maybe for a half an hour and then an hour. And then my body would naturally wake up earlier because it couldn't wait to wake up and go into the stretching because I didn't feel like I was awake. I was still very sleepy. But at the same time, it was allowing my body to, to energize and to slowly, slowly uh, bring the body to a waking state, a state where it could get up, and it was ready to get up and stand up. Because, you know, getting up and standing and walking 
takes a huge amount of energy and pressure on the muscles and the body and the brain. So you want to be getting up when, you're, when your body's really ready to. So that's another really good tip. Um, and practicing in the daytime as well. What that does is it's, it also helps to slow the body down. It gets the body into a habit of slowing because it's the body reminds you and the mind also reminds you hey do your do your stretching if you're on the train if you're in the office and you start getting into more habits and what happens is when you're doing those stretching what what's really happening is you're you're doing a meditation you're spending time rather than thinking about other things and doing other things you're focusing on your body and you're bringing your mind and body together and in that process your body and mind begins to slow and become more harmonic together so resting the body have a little think about it slowing down the next time you start thinking about something just slow your words down notice how challenging it is to slow down amazing and that will show you the more challenging that is the more you need it that you're going too fast when you're slowing your body or going into a stretch you know if you're stretching and then going into fast stretching it's showing you you're going too fast Hold the stretch for one minute, two minutes, 10 minutes, 15. I would say if you can hold your stretches for at least 10 minutes each stretch, that's probably optimal for me in my experience. I'll often hold a stretch for, for 20 minutes because it's just so relaxing. It become, It's like a deep meditation. You know, walking become can become a meditation walking to the station and just concentrating on your body on the ground on the floor you become much more efficient people don't do it because they think it's slow then they won't get their job done they won't get home in time but in fact it's, it's faster much faster once your body and mind align to being kind of getting to this slow energy it doesn't mean it doesn't actually mean slow, it means relaxed. So if you change the word slow to uh, relaxed, you can you could speed up your words. If you relax, you can speed them up. I can talk fast, but I'm relaxed. I can move fast in a relaxed way. So the real key to, um, the real key isn't isn't slowness of course it's relaxed it feels slow though so if you relax and everything feels slow just notice what happens in your life did you get things done on time did you still get home on time did you get the job still done you'll start to notice actually things speed up around you things get done more quickly other people do things for you the train comes on time. 
where people arrive at the meeting on time. Pe- you know, things get done around you. When you slow down, when you relax, your life actually speeds up. Things get done for you. So this is an amazing practice. If you want to go deeper um, into this, just go onto our website, freedomaster.org. Go on to free play. And there's 75 different rituals, meditations that I created and journeys that can take you more deeply in, into this subject and teach you um, or a number of other subjects, whatever you want to choose. Feel free to reach out and ask me any questions. I'll always give uh, free advice. You can jump on a live webinar. They're donation and free. Come to a retreat or have a private session. So I hope you enjoyed this and you took something from it. And uh, remember, keep living the dream. <laughs>